does President Jacob Zuma have a legal basis on which to appeal this case? Because um, his team have pointed out, uh, for one thing, that the court erred in law in holding to be constitutionally permissible to have two presidents in the country at the same time, both exercising presidential power. Sakina, thanks. I think it was useful to, to deal with the procedural issues first before dealing with the substantive ones. Uh, and whilst I would uh, argue that the, pres- the, the substantive basis on which the president seeks to appeal is legally flimsy, uh, I think the procedural issues are important. Uh, following the High Court judgment last month, CASAC approached the Constitutional Court for a confirmation order. And although this is labeled as a, an appeal by the president, it is in effect uh, opposing the uh, confirmation application that we have launched. And in terms of our application, parties were given until today, the 19th of January, to oppose CASAC's application. So we assume that uh, the papers that were filed by the president yesterday are in effect in opposition to, to our application. Uh, however, the president is only dealing with the issue of uh, who can appoint the next uh, national director of public prosecutions and not the, uh, the underlying or the key uh, orders that were made by the high court. And those orders, uh, I think, is useful to remind listeners, related to the fact that the president acted unconstitutionally in providing an unlawful inducement to Mr. Kasana to vacate office. And secondly, the court declared certain sections of the NPA Act unconstitutional, sections that deal with the extension of term of office of the national director, and secondly, dealing with the suspension and removal from office of the national director. Um, uh, on the basis that Mr. Nkasana's removal was, uh, was unlawful, the court also said that uh, the appointment of Mr. Abrams was also unconstitutional because effectively there was no vacancy to fall. And therefore, the court said, well, what are the consequences that must flow from those orders? And on the basis that we argued that the president is conflicted because he's facing criminal charges by the NPA, it would not be appropriate for him to appoint a new national director, the very person who would have to take such a decision against him. The court said that in those circumstances, it is appropriate, just and equitable, that those, uh, that power or authority be exercised by the deputy president. And it's that ancillary relief that the president is now seeking to challenge. Because uh, the president's uh, t- uh, legal team uh, points out that they feel that the court erred here uh, in holding that uh, the president is unable to perform his powers as president in relation to the appointment of the National Director of Public Prosecutions and yet is able to perform his other functions as president, uh, which is a position not authorized by the Constitution. So on that basis, uh, does he have a valid case? No, because as I pointed out, in in relation to the appointment of the National Director of Public Prosecutions, the President is conflicted. In relation to his other powers that he exercised as President, he may not be so conflicted. In the same way, the, uh, the High Court also found in the state capture matter that the President, because of his conflict of interest, was unable to nominate the judge to head the Commission of Inquiry, and that needed to be done by the Chief Justice, uh, a ruling which the President has now implicitly accepted. So he's accepted that uh, in those circumstances he is conflicted and could not uh, select the judge, yet now he seeks to, to make a, a very different argument to say that uh, those powers cannot be separated. So I think, you know, as I said earlier, the basis for uh, the legal, uh, the President's uh, challenge is, is very, very weak. And um, President also uh, uh, holds that the court erred uh, with regard to now 
essentially, you know, creating a situation where you have two presidents, because if the deputy president is then uh, conferred powers that are constitutionally held by the president, then you certainly then create a situation where the country has two presidents. How do you interpret that? Well, because the court has has, uh, set out what the responsibility of the deputy president is. It is a responsibility that deals with the appointment, suspension, and removal from office of the National Director of Public Prosecutions so long as uh, uh, Jacob Zuma remains president of the republic because he is conflicted. All other powers reside with the president except for those because of the conflict of interest that the court has determined does exist. And uh, we think that it's highly unlikely uh, that the constitutional court is going to uh, vary or amend the the primary orders that were issued by the high court. And if they confirm those orders and the ancillary relief that I've referred to, which deals with this issue of who appoints the next NDPP, must also be considered by that court. I think the the issue that now arises, Sakina, is we await further directions from the constitutional court in terms of how this matter is going to be dealt with. As I said, the cutoff date for parties to oppose the CASAC application is today. So hopefully by early next week, we will have further guidance from the uh, Constitutional Court. What does this mean for Sean Abrams in this instance? Well, I think the fact that the president is not challenging uh, the setting aside of Mr. Abrams' appointment uh, means that Mr. Abrams uh, has no defenders now, perhaps except himself. And it is accepted even by the president uh, that Mr. Abrams' appointment was unconstitutional. And the issue that arises now is who gets to appoint the next national director of public prosecution. So if the judgment is suspended, does it mean that Sean Abrams can therefore go uh, back to work until the case is finalized? Indeed. I mean, the court suspended uh, its order for 60 days uh, in December. And we know that the, the matter is now before the constitutional court. We have argued in our application that the matter needs to be dealt with as one of urgency because of the very fact that the, uh, a decision on the charges against President Zuma on fraud and corruption are likely to be taken quite soon. And we believe that it would not be appropriate for Mr. Abrams to take such a decision, but that a, a newly appointed uh, fit and proper person needs to be able to take that decision that it will confirm uh, respect for the rule of law and the independence of the NPA.